experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens. 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host, God's servant, Nanasayo Pokusakwadi. Theme, I am about to do a new thing. Venue, Plot 16, Potter City, Mutual Amen. Your prayers are answered. Amen. You will see the goodness of the Lord. Amen. The rewards of fasting comes after the fast. Amen. The greatest problem of our work with God is the price that has to do with the sacrificial aspect of our working with Him. Nothing in the kingdom comes very easy. Yes, sir. If God gives you something and you get it very cheap, you undermine it. Even Jesus said, Give not that which is precious to swine. Yes, sir. So every level you want to attain in the spirit has its corresponding price. Amen. Amen. And I really want to, one of the greatest blessings you can ever have on earth here is to fulfill your ministry. Amen. Everybody has a ministry. Look at the neighbor and say, You have a ministry. You don't need to have a credit card to fulfill your ministry. Even though having one is very good. Amen. Amen. That means that everybody here, God has called you to do something in this house. Yes, sir. Not everybody had opportunity to have a credit card, but everybody. You have to make sure you fulfill it. Amen. Apart from prayer and fasting, one of the ways to fulfill it is to have knowledge. Amen. Today, I want to show you something. I want to show you a dimension that probably you have never prayed about, and I'm going to show you. The greatest problem of this generation is that if you are a young up-and-coming man of God and you don't make it, it means that you are standing alone. <laughs> you didn't hear what I said. Mm. Hallelujah. There are too many people doing ministry standing alone. Mm. And it makes them become very vulnerable to the enemy. Mm. The company you are in can determine how the devil stay away from you. Amen. Very important. You must belong to something. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is why even the Bible we have genealogies. This one begat this, this one begat, which means that somebody is connected to something. Yes, sir. In the spirit realm, Paul wrote and said, My beloved son Titus, my beloved son Timothy. It means that these people are working. Timothy is the first youngest bishop in the church of Ephesus, but he is connected to an apostolic source. Yes, sir. Mm? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. You don't need to go through what your people ahead of you have gone through. If you are very smart, you can make it. You know that Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. How many of you know that? Or you don't know that Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights? Huh? Do you know that Moses fasted for 40 days? Yes, Do you know sir. that Elijah yes, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights? Yes, sir. Okay. Do you know that Joshua didn't fast for 40 days and 40 nights? Yes, sir. Do you know that Elisha didn't fast for 40 days and 40 nights? Mm. But do you know they did more than their fathers? Yes, sir. It means that if you are smart, you can tap into something without paying the same price and do it. Yeah, yeah, Apostle Paul said, I fast often. You never heard. Peter, them didn't fast for 40 days and 40 nights. But Jesus did. 
So, there is a way you can get connected to something. And you don't need to pay the price that whom you are following pay. But you can still do greater things than they did. Even Jesus said, Amen. Jesus said, the work I do shall you do also. Amen. And greater works shall you do. Amen. Amen. There is something the devil does when you are fasting. I'm speaking from the Bible and my own personal experience. Okay. As a candidate and an inspiration in fasting. Yes, that <laughs> how many of you are expecting a blessing during this fasting? Are you expecting a breakthrough? Amen. Mm. There is something the devil can do to make sure that you don't get your reward for fasting. Mm. You are looking at me. Mm. And he does that by what I call provocation at the edge of breakthrough. Wow. 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 Are you alive? Yes, sir. I know a lot of men and women of God are here. So let me come raise the Bible. Provocation at the corridor of breakthrough. Mm. And so, caution. What do I call it? Caution. Caution. Now, there is two things you have to learn. Fasting attracts spirits. Can I say that again? Anytime you are fasting, there is a certain perimeter because you are fasting. It attract, when I say spirit, I don't even want to tell you which spirit, but it attracts spirit. You know, supernatural beings who come, not necessarily angels. Because when Jesus finished fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he heard the voice of the devil. Wow. Have you noticed that those of you like fasting, sometimes you get a lot of provoke when you are fasting. How many of you can say that? Amen. That means that you need more discipline. Huh? Yes, you need more discipline, self-control bringing your body under subjection in fasting than any other thing else. Amen. And the reason for those provocations is that hmm, those provocations is that the devil wants to quash your reward. Wow. Provocation at the corridor of breakthrough. At the corridor of elevation. You are just at the verge of breakthrough. Then the enemy show up. And sometimes, let me tell you, who the devil will use, you'll be surprised. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Are you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> and you cannot avoid, afford to mix your blessing at such a point. Mm. Just one step to your breakthrough, then you have to go and start all over again. Yes. It will never be your portion. Amen. I say it will never be your portion. Amen. I say it will never be your portion. Amen. One thing you must understand is that every path of breakthrough is paved with barriers. Everybody say breakthrough. Breakthrough. Everywhere you are looking for breakthrough, there are also obstacles and barriers and opposition. Because the devil doesn't want you to break through. So when you are at the verge of breakthrough, at the point where you are about to break through, there are also barriers. There are obstacles. There are opposition to prevent you from breaking through. And one of the ways is that the devil makes sure that you are provoked. I want to give you a scripture. I go to First Samuel chapter one, and I'm going to base that in, and then we pray First Samuel chapter one. I'm reading from verse number nine. Watch this. I am not preaching. I'm giving you something. Hmm. Hmm. Ha! When you are when 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 there is a misrepresentation, because somebody doesn't understand what you are going through. 
Do you know something? If Job is in our time, every man of God will say that Job has lost his anointing. Thank God that God didn't make sure that Job's temptation was not in our time. Hallelujah. Amen. There was a time I was going through some challenge in my ministry uh, because sometimes your assignment can also come with a corresponding package of attack. Mm -hmm. Every new level attracts new devils. So, I was going through something. I saw a lot of tongue wagons about what we were going through. And there's nothing painful in life. Now, when people tag you about something you have no idea about. Now, I also want you to know that God uses pressure and trouble to develop us. <laughs> Especially your faith. Amen. Challenges are part of the equation for you to grow. So, it's, it's unavoidable. The problem is not what you are going through. It's how you handle what you are going through. I'm already saying something. Now look at this scripture. And let's go. Let me show you. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh. Everybody says Shiloh. Shiloh. And after they had drank. Now Eli the priest sat upon the seat by the post of the temple of the Lord. Everybody say provocation. Provocation. At the corridor of breakthrough. At the corridor. Or at the verge of breakthrough. The verge of breakthrough. And she was in the bitterness of soul and pray unto the Lord and wept so. Hmm. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the afflictions of thy handmaiden and remember me and not forget thy handmaiden, but will give unto thy handmaiden a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. That means going to be a Rastafarian. Yes, this is where the source of Rastafarian is coming from. Just in case you are planning to do one, I'll give you the scripture to do it. Amen. Uh, in Numbers chapter, uh, let me not go there because some of you, before I know, by the time I come to church, everybody is a Rasta man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, so it's biblical. Jesus Christ was a Nazarene. In fact, the Rastafarian, they came from the descendants of Nazarene. Because no razor must catch his head. The Rastafarian, no razor touch your head. It means that you can't shave them. Samson was a Nazarene. Hallelujah. Amen. That was the secret of his covenant with God. And so this one, when you go to 1 Samuel chapter number 1, and you are reading from verse number 1, I'll go back a little bit and I'll come to where I am. The Bible talks about the father. And now there was a certain man in Ramata Zophim of Mount Ephraim. And his name was Elkanah the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zoph, the Euphratite. This is among one of the record of polygamous men in the Bible. And he had two wives. Everybody say two wives. Tell you a man by you, it can never be your portion. Hallelujah. He has two wives. The name of the one is what? The name of the one is what? And the name of that is what? Now, by the way the Bible put it, it's possible that Hannah was the first wife. It's possible because the way the Bible, the Bible believes in chronologically, hallelujah. Now, it is possible as a result of maybe certain things. I don't know why he married Penana. The Bible didn't give. I don't want to give the reason. So many things are in my spirit. And Penana had children, but Hannah had no children. Hallelujah. Okay. And this man went up out of his city yearly to worship. He's a polygamist man, but he's a very religious man. Mm -hmm. So people coming to church and singing does not mean they don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, there are all kinds of belief in our system. Some people can be very religious, 
but they can also live another life that is contrary to the word of God. And they believe in what they are doing. I'm not talking about you. They are coming later. And this man went out, out of his city yearly. Huh? Because those say God appeared in Shiloh to worship, to, to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. And the two sons of Eli, Hophini and Phinehas, that is another message, the priests of the Lord were there. Hmm. We can't go into details about it. And when the time was, when the time was that Elkanah offered, he gave Pinana his wife and to all her sons and her daughters a portion. Now let's read from the New Living Translation on this one so that they will understand it. On the days Elkanah presented the sacrifice, he will give portions of meat to Penina and each of her children. Okay, but let's see. Let's look at Hannah. And though he loved Hannah, he will give her only one choice, portion, because the Lord has given her no children. Are you getting the point? So a lot of things were contributing to what Hannah was going through. He has a rival at home and then a rival has children. He doesn't have children. Not because he has done anything. Hallelujah. Because having no children does not mean anything is wrong with you. Sometimes you don't have children because of God's purpose for your life. Because you notice that everybody in the Bible who didn't have children, God gave them children. Everybody. Everyone. Except, 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 except so daughter Micaiah. Micaiah is the only woman in the Bible who died without children. But theologians believe that because of the way he dealt with David for praising the Lord. But apart from that, every woman in the Bible, if you read the Bible carefully, God gave them children. Hallelujah. Such as those who were under the covenant. And though he loved Hannah, she would give her, the King James put it in a very different way from the way this commentary put it. The King James said, but unto Hannah, he gave her wealthy portion. But if you read the other commentaries, you, as, as if he gave them small. But Hannah rather was having the, the biggest portions of the sacrifice. For he loved Hannah, but the Lord has shut up a womb. That is King James translation. Because God doesn't shut people's room. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. He might permit it to happen. Huh? Permissible and the cause is different. Are you getting it? God can permit something, but it doesn't mean he's the one who causes it. Understand it? Causative and permissible. So God can permit something to happen. He said, the angel of death will pass through the land and he's going to destroy. God permitted that angel, but he's not the one killing. Hmm? Now, for instance, God can permit you to walk in poverty because of your disobedience. By the only God gave you poverty. The reason can God give the reason God didn't give you poverty is that it doesn't have poverty in heaven. Yes, sir. And you can't give what you don't have. So God cannot give what he doesn't have. But because he's the judge of the whole world and he's the possessor of the heaven, and there's some things he permitted. Get it very straight. Now watch this. Now, so the Bible said that, and her adversary also provoked her soul. So coming back to the New Living Translation, the adversary means that. The, as a result of the polygamy in the house, Hannah has cut an enemy. So Pinana will taunt Hannah and make fun of her because the Lord has kept her from having children. This is it. Amen. Pinana will provoke Hannah, will do all kinds of things. The reason the Bible keeps saying the Lord, the Lord, because children are gifts from God. Children are what? Your husband can give you a child. Your wife can give you a child. Nobody can give you a child. If, if the devil, you go to a juju man, they give you a child, the devil just outsmart you. Because the devil cannot give a child. She will just take advantage of your ignorance and do something. 
Hallelujah. But children are gift from God. Because the only giver of life is God. Now hear this. So, there are certain understanding you have there. It cannot put you in a state of depressing and you come to the place you are depressed and you are sad and you are that because if it's coming from the Lord, today God showed me something. The Lord told me something and he said that. I was trying to pray and I was tired. So, as a result of a lot of preachings and things, the Lord said, go and sleep. And I said, Lord, I need to finish my so-so-and-so hours. And I say, and he said, go and sleep. And he said, respect your body. And then the Lord told me something that maybe I've heard it, but the Lord said, listen, the only thing that makes you legal on this earth is your body. Now listen to me very carefully. Everybody standing here, the only thing that makes everybody legal here is this body. To be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. Now, your spirit wishes it can stay. But your spirit alone on this earth is illegal. That is why when the body falls down, the spirit walk away. So what it is, what makes you illegal on this earth is when God created us, part of his plan is that what gives us the legal right to stay on this earth is our body. That is also why God gave us authority over demons. Because the reason why the devil is illegal on this earth is that he doesn't have a body. It's another message that will tell you. Are you getting what I'm talking about? This is a revelation. But if you don't have the inside, you can't operate it. So your body is so much important that God says it's his temple. That means anybody that don't take good care of this body, there's nothing God can do with you. If you are anointed, the career of the anointed is this body. If God is going to use you, he needs this body to use. For instance, let me show you something. In the book of 1 Samuel chapter 13, the ark of the Lord was somewhere and David decided to go and bring the ark. He put the ark on the new cart. Everybody say new cart. The ark was going on the new cart. The ark was stumbling. User decided to support the ark and God strike him there. Why? Why did God kill such a man who is supporting? The reason is that <laughs> they are moving God. They are moving God from one place to the other. But the move of God does not rest on new technology. So that is why this generation has to be careful because the move of God does not rest on this new technology. The move of God rests on the shoulders of men. So to correct the system, David went back to First Samuel, First Chronicles chapter 15 and said, no, the first time we got it wrong. We wanted to move God on, an, on a new technology, but God move rests on men. Men's shoulder. So now they put the ark on the shoulders of the priest. So every move of God rests on men. Praying 10 hours is not enough. It's not enough for God to give you a break to you. You must have knowledge. You must have understanding. You can just build a church building because everybody's building one. 
But it's not because God has told you exactly where to build. The move of God rests on the shoulders of men. They say we have to be careful, this generation, because our understanding about some things, eh? Showing yourself on Facebook does not mean you are driving a move. Because it does not rest on new technologies. And nobody can modernize God. Now listen, God will not lower his standard to your new technologies. There is a price to pay. Your computer cannot pray for you. Your mobile phone cannot pray for you. Staying three hours and flipping Facebook does not mean you will be anointed. Because the move of God there, it rests on the shoulders of my God as ordained. Now hear this. So Pinana will taunt Hannah and make fun of her because the Lord has kept her from having children. Now jump back to verse number 9. As a result of that, they went to church. Huh? King James Version. Yeah. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh. And after they had drunk, drank. Now early the priest sat upon the seat by the post of the temple of the Lord. Somebody will get a breakthrough today. Yeah. And she was in the bitterness of soul and prayed. Somebody say he prayed. he prayed. When he was in the bitterness of soul, what did he do? He prayed unto what? And wept so. Now watch this. And she vowed vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou indeed took on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thy handmaid, but will give unto thy handmaid a man shall, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall no razor come upon his head. Hmm. And it came to pass. And it came to pass. As she continued praying before the Lord, that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she sparked in her heart. Only her lips moved. But her voice was not heard. Therefore, provocation at the corridor of breakthrough. All of them has not catch what I'm saying. When you catch it today, you pray well. What is this? This is the prayer that is going to set the difference between a past, a present, and a future. He has gone to Shiloh and come to Portland and fasted several times. But this particular 70 days is what heaven has marked. That by the time he finished, his breakthrough must come to fruition. Watch this. Therefore, the high priest thought he has been drunken. Misrepresentation. It means that when you come here, you are praying, and I fear you are drunk. Wow. This is what I'm going to warn you. Now look at the reaction of the old prophet and the priest. And Eli said to her, this is a woman in the temple praying. Higher, higher, higher. How long will you continue to be drinking? It means that it's not just 
I have tagged you as a drunkard. And it's coming from your pastor. There are things everybody will say, you never get offended, but when you hear it from me, if you don't make it, if you don't make it, it means you fail a test. Watch this. Today, God told me the greatest lessons of my life. Everybody who has mixed a dance and he came by this. How long would I be drinking? Put away that wine from thee. The reaction can be several. Why on earth can you tell me that I'm drinking? And why are you saying that? Have you seen me drinking alcohol? Take your bag and go home. You might walk out and not come to the church again. Provocation at the edge of breakthrough. Because there's another dimension. The man that is calling you drunkard carry your prophetic word for breakthrough. So many as walk out of church and the one that carried the prophetic key to their blessing, they are offended. There is somebody you are angry with. He holds the key. Now listen, God is not going to change you because you are angry. Heaven has ordained it that the man that is going to speak a word for your womb to have children, he's the one calling you drunkard. So if I get angry and I deal with you, it is also to prove your humility. Because listen, don't clap. The same man that is saying things you don't like might carry a word. This is where many people have mixed it. Provocation at the edge of your breakthrough. Even them that the Lord loves, He chastised them. Will you run away from God and say, You are not my father again because He chastised you? No. You came to church. You met a man of God. You expect Him to know better. After all, if people drink, He's not in church. All of us, all of you here, oh, I covered by the blood, say all of us. All of you here that drinks, you don't drink it in church. What is even your evidence I have drink? Now, this is not a matter of probably ushers were standing around, protocol members. Hey, woman, what is wrong? I don't know having a problem. Every day you are just drinking, drinking, and coming here. Embarrassment. Listen, everybody here must deal with your pride. I have seen pastors go to a meeting because they want the front seat they didn't give to them. They lost everything that the meeting is going on. Did you come for anointing or seat? Bring one from your house and come and put it in. <laughs> Provocation at the edge of breakthrough. Simplicity of life. You are exceptional if you can lead and follow. If Hannah is our generation Christian, that door is closed. There are people I didn't tell them they are drunk, they are angry. 
Four mistakes you make, you will never survive in ministry. Four. If you behave, I'll add one. Yeah, today, God told me, one of the most, among the things you do in life, I'll tell you one. God told me today that, hmm, apart from he, God, the most powerful person in your life as a man is the woman you choose to marry. I heard it from God today. The woman you marry, eh, apart from God, he's the next most powerful person in your life. He can either bring you down or lift. So, all these ladies standing here, they are men for two days. They are either bringing people down or lifting them up. So, listen, I'll, I'll go to the test. The day, and if you are not married, you have advantages. You are in an advantageous state. If you are married again, if you are already married, what do you do? Okay. This is where I stayed with God. I said, Lord, explain. You can marry her because a lot of pastors, is their wife that had destroyed their ministry. And they didn't do it intentionally. I saw it. Today, God told me that in the Bible, Lord, he never warned men to be well of men. She always warned men to be well of women. It's there. You can read it throughout. It's there. It's there throughout. So every woman you meet, eh, and you can either she will take you up or you bring you down. Cannot be neutral. Eve brought Adam down. Sarah make Abraham slap with Hagar. Bring you down. That's the most powerful. <laughs> if you marry a woman, you see your life is going up. Yes, it's a good place to always sacrifice and thank God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The most powerful person. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what I did. I'm telling you the truth. Yes, That's what it is. It's all throughout the Bible. All the women you are standing by them, there is only two assignments in their life. Bring down or lift up. <laughs> Cannot be neutral. Whether they do it emotionally, they do it what? That's what it is. Some of you think that when you pick them already and you leave them, you'll be fine. Oh, boy. Don't make a mistake about it. When you find out and you come to the place and your mind, not your heart, or your mind tells you I've made a mistake. Huh? Don't even run away because you think you have made a mistake. You must take the mistake and pray for grace. Because listen, running away from what you call mistake will complicate your matter. All the ladies you see all over the world, five point something billion, when they are walking two things, bring down or lift up. <laughs> Cannot be neutral. Every woman you see, that's a sermon. They will either lift you up or they'll bring you down. They will either lift you up or they'll bring you down. They will either, okay, let me give you an example. They don't bring you down because they are evil or anything. No. These two ladies standing here, eh, if you meet them, eh, one can be an instrument to help ministry, but one cannot. This is where God comes in. That is where God comes This woman might be very good with a man that is a businessman. This one might be very good, Amanda, to see ministry. That's right. If the ministry won't go and marry the business one, mm. 
That's where the trouble comes. If you see a pastor depressed, because there are more men of God than women of God. Now, let me tell you something. The devil is not afraid of women. The devil knows the authority of men. He is afraid of man. But if the devil wants to destroy a man, he put a woman in his life. Every powerful person. <laughs> so, you see, man of God, it's a revelation for you to marry. And your wife has a mind that I am paying price to help. That is why Funky Adejumo said something. He said, the day he discovered me, he told, his, he, he told God is that if my husband failed, hold me responsible. Have you heard it? He said, if my, it means that the woman has caught a revelation. He said, Lord, hold me. And he said, after that, I make my mind, I will pray this man into success. My God. If you don't have it, you don't have it. I heard her say it. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So he said, I will pray this man into success. We can also do without them. No, we can't do without them. The problem is the choice. If it is possible, even the good ones are not married. Because men naturally go for the wrong ones. For a woman to stand there and say that, when he had an encounter, the told God, say, Lord, if my husband fail, hold me responsible. It means that she knew that he can make the man fail. Your greatest mistake is that you think you are doing the ministry alone. You are not. If your ministry percentage is 100, your wife play 55. It's not a matter. It's not, they, they don't have to preach. No. What they preach you is what you preach in the congregation. This is how this is how vulnerable we are before women. The ability for a woman to destroy you, the devil can press it after 30 years of marriage. He can press his 50, he can press his 10. It depends on how he does. I've seen people they marry, their wives were very good. It means until one day they turn. Yeah, if you are standing by sister, I say, sister, we are either bringing down or we are lifting up. Tell yourself. All the women, tell them. Talk to one another. We are either bringing down or we are lifting up. Telling me and you. Yeah, the other said, the neighbor best shout. And I say, yeah? every woman you meet in life, the one you decide to go and marry. There's another message I'm going to preach to you. I used to think that if I meet a lady and he's standing there, he's the one tempting me. The Lord said, no woman tempt you. He said, the desire to have sex is not in that woman, it's in you. She is only helping you to fulfill it. So ready. So their micro skirt and their mini skirt is not your trouble. The, the last hair, the last one dealing is already inside you. Yeah, if you don't have that thing inside you, whatever they were, it will never move you. Never. Find this scripture for me, the book of Colossians. Mortify your members. I think Colossians chapter 3. Let's read from verse 1. If then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand. 
Keep going. Heart of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. Watch this. <laughs> For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Ha! Ye are dead. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. Verse 5. Mortify. Therefore, your members which are upon the earth, mortify. Therefore, your members, whose members? To me, mortify the Bible say what you so whose members ah huh? which are upon the earth and what are the members ah huh? so the fornication is already inside you that is what Jesus said when you look at a woman you last you have already done it Jesus said the thing didn't start from the act it started from the heart mortify them for what. Look, as always, say you have members. You have members. Have you seen the members you have? Hmm? First member, fornication, is there? Second member. Now go to the New Living Translation. So listen. <laughs> Nobody can kill something because what is in something is gone. The only one that can kill something is something. I'll say that again. You didn't catch it. No one can kill something. There's a scripture if you find it. There was a day something met a prostitute and slept with the prostitute right there. When he finished leaving the prostitute, he lifted up a city gate. He lifted up. Now hear this. What to kill something is inside something. But no man is born to kill something. It's so No, 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 tempt you. Bibi it's like magnet and pee. When we pan you down, the baby did that. When I ukra magnet, you know. Someone in Namana the corner, obe 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 threatening say, "Ka, no obe tanya, I can't be no It is inside. It's inside. You better come watch them tomorrow. You are going to make. You will make it. You must make it in this. You must make it so the pop. Oh, today God came to me after the voice I was telling. He said, No, never come to the place and say, Woman is tempting you. That seduction, eh? eh? If he seduces you eh, and you tell me he seduces you, there is something inside you that has attracted the seduction. And then it's already inside. And so when he sees the thing, then the devil. So if you kill, that is why the Bible said that you are dead. Because until you die, you are alive. And nothing lives until it dies. Except a corn of wheat fall on the ground and die. The death I'm talking about is that the last, the fornication desire, you are the one who must kill it. Because a dead man cannot commit adultery. You are too alive. A dead man cannot do it. Let's come back to provocation at the, at the edge of, at the corridor of, of what do we call it? Breakthrough. But look at your neighbor and say, Bibi Womu. And John, a man there, me born with multiple dimensions and ideas. They are helpers. And no, because, listen, silence can never be misquoted. I just said there are Helpers. The other one, you can't quote me for it. 
Esa bici. Somebody shouted in the Bible, why are the mighty falling? That was a lamentation. It was a lamentation. Why are the mighty falling? In two shell banners, oh Patricia, I'm beside me water. The devil had us over two amana. And now, best parking elevator. Every woman in your life has that. If they pick the revelation that I am in this man's life to make him lifted, it's a blessing from God. Some of them, eh, they don't even know at all. They don't even know why they are in your life. Now, God told me you deal with those who have destroyed things. But then the important thing is that they've destroyed. Nobody knows the wife of Solomon who sink his ministry. Nobody knows them. The man built one temple and built 300 shrines. How do I know that? He married 300 wives. And the Bible says his wife turned his heart. So every wife has a shrine. Yes. Now listen. If you stop building temple, you build shrines. Huh? And she, a man, now, your friend is saying, I'm complaints, and I'm here. He doesn't let me fire. He doesn't let me do this. It's part of the digging of the grave. Because it takes understanding for a woman to know that if I deny the mind sex, Bible Christ said, don't deny him. If the Bible says don't deny a mindset, that means there's something God put in a man that you need. Because let me, let me tell you something. <laughs> this woman, there is something in them that God put in there that we don't want it or we need it. If it's a want, we could have escaped. But it's what? A need. And God supplies. God does not supply your want. So when you meet a woman, there is something in them that you need. And there is nothing painful like having something around you who has something you need but decide not to give it. Anyway, provocation at the edge of breakthrough. Come back to the book of Samuel. Lift up your two hands. We are coming to pray. No one will provoke you to mix your blessing. Eli said to her, how long? Give me the New Living Translation. Here is another kind of exclamation there. Must you come here drunk? Huh? Why we are petitioning? I never sorry them. Huh? He demanded, throw away your wine. Now listen, where Eli was talking like that, she didn't see the woman holding the bottle. He did not, he, Eli never saw her even holding a small bottle drinking. She only concluded she is a drunkard because of the way she was praying. Misrepresentation. When people misrepresent you, misunderstood you, or ostracize you, because they don't understand what you are going through. And you too, as a result of immaturity, you are angry. This is the last straw that breaks the back of the camel. The woman could have got angry and moved. The Lord told me, never take this scripture for granted. Wow. wow. Let's hear what the woman said. <laughs> oh no, sir. 
Oh, no, sir. She replied, I haven't been drinking wine or anything stronger. But I am very discouraged. I am praying this prayer because I'm very... Go to the King James Version. I mean, read the King James now. <laughs> and Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord. I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. Sorrow. My husband, my rival, children at home, everybody. So Hannah is sitting at home as if everything is turned on her. Wow. Hallelujah. I have drunk neither one or strong drink, but I have poured my soul before the Lord. I have poured my soul before the Lord. Now, listen. All the provocation, all the things the devil did, the misrepresentation and accusation, there are a lot of things, accusation of being drunk and everything. It's because Satan wanted to quash verse 60. That's all, verse 60. Huh? Count not thy high maiden of a daughter, the 17 rather, Count not a high maiden as a daughter of Belial. Now go to this New Living Translation and see the word. When the King James used the word Belial, look at the way the New Living Translation. Don't think I'm a wicked woman. So Belial means that. It takes wickedness to drink and come to church and pray. Mm. It means that what Eli demonstrated was the highest level of insult and humiliation. Because only wicked people at that time would drink and come to church. So for you to say, I am drunk, it means that this one is below the belt. And if it is you, I won't see you in church again. Oh, you are gone. No, you are gone. I mean, we won't find you again. And it's not that alone. You are going to go to another church and destroy the prophet here to that pastor. One of the greatest trap of this generation is that they think they can just jump from one place to the other. So you, you cause a problem here, then you run to another place. I'm not saying you are free to go to everywhere, but you run to another place. The danger is that don't run from where your blessing is planted. Ah, ah. <laughs> this is where discernment comes in. There are relationships in life where you pay every price to keep it. Your relationship be why you must pay every price to make sure it's not broken. You can undermine and take it for granted. One of the stupid guys in the Bible that broke a relationship, his name is called Lot. He has no business. In the first place, God told Abraham, Abraham walk in disobedience to call you. For Lord to join to Abraham, Abraham must disobey God. Get thee out of your father, from your family, from your kindred. On his way, he passed through the family house and picked you. So, Lord prosperity was so because Lord is hard working. He was connected to the covenant man. The day he got separated from Abraham, Lord, watch this. First one, his Bible says he pitched his tent at Sodom, close to Sodom. When you are close to Sodom, you enter there one day. All the trouble started. You even think the fertility of the land is as a result of what your eyes saw. No, 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 no. The God that created land. When you go to Israel, those of you who are going to Israel, you see that. There is nothing on that land that says this land flows with milk and honey. Number one, it's a desert. It's rocks and it's clay. But this people by covenant has turned the desert into a forest. Now let me tell you something interesting. They are still fighting battles. The Hamas, West Bank, Lebanon, uh, Gaza. 
When they fought on the land and they give you the land, it dries. When they take it, it becomes green. So when you stand in Israel, you will see the border between Israel and West Bank. Even the Palestinians, the one they gave to them, it has dried. But when the land comes to them, it becomes green. This is how you see the authority of God's way. So the problem is not the land, man. The problem is the God that is speaking about the land. They give the land to you, become brown. They take it back. Ooh, green. There is a mountain called Mount Geboa. David cursed that mountain when Saul died. They've tried to do everything to fertilize it. They can't. One Jewish man told me, he said, there is nothing we have not done about this land. It can never become fertile. David hmm. said, let no dew fall on you again. You stand there, you see everything is green. I said, man, Geboa, brown. Don't think I am a wicked woman. For I have been praying out of great anguish and sorrow. Pray. Don't think. It means that Eli was trying to say she was a wicked man. Come back to King James. For coming to church to drink. Now listen. Receive grace not to be offended again. If you can come to the place that nobody offends you, you have a major breakthrough. Number two. There are relationships where pay every price to because you are struggling because there is somebody who must help you along the road. You have cut off with him. The relationship you must be careful to maintain is ex-boyfriend. And yes. Very good advice. The devil can play. Eh? This one is a mysterious one. Somebody started talking to his ex boyfriend. The husband has come to know. Let me give you an example. This is a from is your ex boyfriend. Kwame is now your current husband. You start testing a from. She was sleepy and dreamy and mentioned Afram's name in romance and the husband recorded it. Yeah. The lady, I, I'm telling you a true story. The pastor told me, the lady, ah, Afram, Afram, I love you. And the guy was recording. Stand to your feet, and today they must forget you. Forget me not. And the marriage is almost at the verge of breaking. Count not thy hand made for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief I have spoken. Now listen. If it is our generation, who even stand to say this? Hannah is not defending that. I mean, no more, sir. What time will say shame? You will insult Prophet Nana from here. No, Pongo is too far. The one year to your car park, that's the foundation of the insult. The one who move your car before the gate. And why are you looking at security for no waste your time? 
So church. And as a result of this attitude, people are singing. Today, God showed me this scripture. I stay on this scripture for hours. I've read it, but I've never seen it. The Lord says, son, watch this one. Provocation at the corridor of breakthrough. One step. This lady is one step. Every prayer he has prayed in Shiloh, it's not money. It's not cash. You want a child. The man that carried the word for the child is the man that is provoking her. What some who are not actually say ten 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 because of our car blackness he can't pack on. Now listen, when he finished, complain and grief. I've spoken hit at Now look at it. This is the reason for the attack. I can hear at least a blow fuse and let me see. Oh no, Ampa, you are not drunk. Eli answered and said, Go in peace. Why yummy? go in peace. And the God of Israel grant you the petition that thou hast asked of him. Amen. Come. And heaven approve it. Stand to your feet and today you are going to pray. Today, this is going to be your prayer. Lord, deliver me from provocation. Amen. Let no man on earth qualify to provoke you. Yes, sir. No man. Then I went back to the Messiah and I saw that when Jesus came on earth, nobody could offend him. Nobody provoked Jesus. They say, you are a devil. He said, I'm not a devil. They told him, they said, did they not tell you that you are a Samaritan and you have a devil? He said, I don't have a devil. I have told you all the truth and he's not believing. Never got angry. Today God told me, he said, son, do you know what you have mixed for getting offended? Only heaven can tell. All of us standing here, do you know the thing we have mixed for getting offended? You could have been a better blade. Today you are driving a Range Rover. The person, this guy could have walked out and somewhere will go to another woman. It's not somewhere alone. There are about six or five children that follow somewhere. But somewhere must open the gate. You give somewhere to God, the rest are for you. Provocation at the end of breakthrough. It can be a brother, biological brothers, sisters, wife, children. Let nobody qualify. The Lord told me something. He said, if you can come to the place nobody offends and provoke you to act in a way you are not supposed to act, I can take you and use you everywhere. Yeah. And he said, I might not stop using you, but most of the people you get offended, they are a blessing in disguise. Yeah. The difficulty of Christianity is what I just showed you. It is easy to do that. It is no easy to look at somebody who has called you drunkard and say, My Lord. It's not easy. May I preach all the truth to you? Today I'm not preaching, I'm giving you prayer points. If you're a pastor here, you mix 
Some pastors eh, they have insulted another senior pastor. Run away and come to another one. You are my father. Don't make a mistake. No. God has ordained that he carried the key to your breakthrough. Whether Hannah likes it or not. Listen. This same backsliding prophet who didn't take good care of his children. Eh? The second point of this matter is that the same prophet that spoke for Hannah to conceive is the same prophet that must mentor Hannah's son. Because, listen, it was this prophet that taught someone how to hear God and descend the voice of God. Someone will hear, Samuel, and run to this prophet. God doesn't speak to the prophet again. But the one he's speaking to doesn't know God's voice. Up your two hands. You are coming to pray at least 20 minutes praying. Lord, relationship I have lost, restore it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep them. Your former boyfriends. I'm already there. Was to number four to drive a kitchen net everything. want to angry. Lift up your holy hands. Who have you cut off from your life? Who has run away with your key of breakthrough? Ah, What are you going to do? offended. They say you are drunk. Every insult is an opinion. Why are you offended? If I look at you and say you are drunk and you are not drunk, is it offense? Very simple, daddy. Me no more sound. What did Jesus say I've done? Provocation at the edge of breakthrough. My God. You are so proud, and your pride has brought another ingredient called sensitivity. Man of God, if you come around me and you call me father, I can offend you. I can I can embarrass you. Both day and night. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In fact, consciously or unconscious, I would do it without thinking. If you get offended, you carry your bag, you go away. That's it. It's your own problem. If you come to the place nobody can offend you, yes, sir. Yes, sir. you have stepped into a dimension nobody can bring you down. It's not Sure. 
There are people who did things against me. Today I give them cars as a gift. I am not offended. I am not offended. They said things that told me. If I deal with you and you think that I am angry, so you are keeping it's your problem. Prophet, and I'm gone. I'm not even thinking about it. I have, the things I'm thinking is too much for you. You will be bleeding inside whilst I'm eating. <laughs> Provocos, cursing at the edge of breakthrough. Get behind me, Satan. Uh-huh. If Peter went, you won't preach in the day of Pentecost. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In the midst of all these apostles, you call me a Satan. You call me Satan. Am I Satan? Am I not the one? No. That is a word that has come after you were elevated. Mm. Peter's flesh and blood did not reveal ah. this to you. You are the champion of this thing. Ah. I give you the keys of the kingdom. Ah. When you open, open, when you close, it's closed. Ah. The next verse, get behind me, Satan. Because the first, you are the one they elevated. Now they say you are Satan. Mm. Am I Satan? Am I Satan? Do I look like a Satan? What is it? I was doing well in fishing when you called me. Ah. Went back. Three thousand souls, it wouldn't have happened. Five thousand souls, it wouldn't have happened. You could not have written part of the Bible. Today, pray the Lord. I have mixed something, but you are the God of second chance. You are the God of several chances. Restore unto me the things my anger, foolishness has taken away from my life. Are you ready to pray? Forgive me and have mercy. And today, give me a new heart. Now, what, what make you think that we cannot rebuke you? Nobody has time for you. You better grow faster. You better cover the longest distance within the shortest possible time. Give me time, give me time. Who should give you time? Grow faster. If you have to read five books a day, stay awake and read them. Read book about how not to bring your husband down. Read book. Today, God told me, husband, love your wife. It means we don't want to love. Wife, submit your husband. He knows that they are rebellious. They are not ready to submit. Then submit him. No. So when God commanded, submit yourself to your husband, he knows that something they don't want to do. Everybody can easily love your girlfriend, your girlfriend, but it's not easy to love your wife after 28 years. A phone will not permit you. It takes great. That's why you must invite God into the marriage. The way you are quoting, I love you, I love you. After 20 years, we will see. You think that is what it is? A There is something in human being huh? fed up with you. You are dressing, go, going about the guy doesn't mind you. You are like you are a toy. He doesn't say anything about you. That is the test of the all this you are walking around. You want me to close early, but you won't go home early. No, just car park. Sometimes you close from church. People are watching their car. You see them talking at the car park. You are in love. We are waiting for you after seven years. And we we'll see whether you'll be in love. So everybody can. I love you, uh, hug you, and uh, you marry. You forget the word hugging. <laughs> Ask all the marriage women here. Ask them the last time their husband hugged them. When you see the man is touching you, he's about to fire. 
When he finished, he just slept. You are insulting the man by his asleep. Lift up your two hands. This is what the Bible told you. Submit. If you don't bring God in, you will not survive. You cannot survive. Nobody right after marriage for 24 years. If God is not in the marriage, I don't care how anointed you are, you will not survive. You must have some understanding to walk and hold on to that thing so that you will not disgrace yourself and disgrace God. Yes, sir. You are helping us. This is a truth you have to hear. Listen, today, anybody that has run away with your key of breakthrough, Jesus. as a result of your offending, may the Lord cause them to come back. Amen. One day, I went somewhere. With a pastor friend, it was a program. America, you do on a car, please pack. The pastor friend said, My friend, so prof, let's go to that side. You come whining here in your parking. I'm so sorry. Man, watch it. You see, 10 minutes, you go to Enant. You go back at one hole. You could do up there. As prof, he here ready. It was awful. When I would drive to see that party show, the man of Shabra said, Oh, you back, eh? Uh-huh. I thought you would keep going here after the program. Baba Abraham said, We are sorry. Oh, Tim, I said, Ah, oh, you're not Timmy accent. Oh, where are you from? I said, From Ghana. Oh, yeah, Ghana. We used to have a guy here. You are good guys. This man, anyway, I won't say they talk a pack here. Humble yourself. The key of comfortable parking. We, as a result of offense, we drove away from the man. One of my favorite person in the Bible, you call him Prodigasa. I took my time to study this guy and I pay qualities. Humility let him say, I am not even coming as a son, I want to come as a servant. If you don't have that grace, you will come. Well, listen, it's, there, there's no neutral line. You either come back with humility or you continue to eat pig's food. Ah. There are people eating prequeduane with pride. Yes, sir. Me, I will never go and beg. Me, 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 patch on that. Me, sad in the name of me. And I, Mboya, Diane, Unimboya, Gugu Boya. That's what you are eating. Quay food. That's what you are eating. No, Keep on eating it. By one week time, you are you yourself, you are a pig. Can you eat pig's food and not become a pig? Meekness. The day she came, they threw a party. Party. On the distance, the father ran. When go see humility, you will run to come and meet you. Lift up your two hands. Your key, I can see some of you, your car key is gone. The person to help you get a car, what did you not tell me the car? Okay. It's not every woman you can marry. 
This is a bottom line. Don't, don't deceive yourself. Say because they are looking for husband, you are going to marry them. Some of the girls, so if you marry them, you have peace. The capacity, they are too knowledgeable. You can't go and marry the queen of Sheba just like that. You can't go and marry her. At least a Solomon. No? That kind of class, you can't marry her. It's too much. You don't have that capacity. You can't marry them. You cannot. Me cry. I mean, to me, what I'm now. If I'm not married, I can't marry them. If I'm not married, it's not every woman I can marry. It's not every woman that will submit to this man's stupidity. You know, some of them say, now, what did you say? What did you say? Excuse me. Excuse me. I have seven master's degrees. I say, I don't have one. There are women standing here. Even the little education they have, it has gone into their head. It takes a whole grace to marry a woman who go to office people who control her. And they come back with a mindset that he must control you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Go to the office and say, Madam, 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 excuse me. A man can take and the cripple on the back. Madam, excuse me. You have paper on the shoe. Madam, please, your, your shoe is dirty. But Madam, put your shoe here. And the man, you have paper. Mama can take home in TV, you can shoe. Well, who will be our child? So be worried. A jabba. A worried adaba. Lift up your two hands. Well, we're jabba worried adaba. Does it work? A jabba worried adaba. Is it the same? Yeah, Kasa, move some beti. All the things I'm preaching, as some of you preach, you know already. You come face to face with it. I don't preach like that to this man. If you undermine my intelligence, you, you, you have lost your mind. The wisdom of God and the things. Where do I get the things every day? I come and tell you. Today, this thing will save you. Amen. It should deliver you from something. No. Hallelujah. I was telling a young man, I said, the things you are going through that you call it attack. I have survived it for 20 plus years. Yes, oh dear, just few months, 20 plus. I'll survive it. <laughs> and if you meet eh, Asamoja, she can't score go by his experience. Oh. He knows how to spare a penalty and still survive. <laughs> all of you here, all of you, oh, all of you, eh, you are either lifting the man up in future or bringing him down. Today, you must decide which one you'll be. Now, there's another one I'll tell you tomorrow. Some of them can start lifting you up at a certain point. Next speed, you know, I'm no bathroom. No one the speed, no one landing firm. Now, both from your master to two, I'm gonna bury you. They help you lift it up. Now, speed, you know, the coin, I'm say, Whoa, oh, let no go. Whoa, my year was saying, Yadua, maybe you're not going then they bring you down and when you fall down they start digging your grave finish you every woman you meet when you are going to marry a woman our son and say I do there is, you cannot be neutral after you marry either they will lift you up or they will bring you down the next powerful person apart from me in your life is the woman you marry. 
They have absolute control. Any woman that lies by your side, you have entered her. She has control over you. Bottom line. The one you have not married her, but you have entered. That one. Do you know how that one is? And no, no. Why would you come out to the chain? Have you seen a dog and a chain? Hmm? Hmm. You don't understand. <laughs> Boy, can you do like a dog? Need that like a dog. Huh? Hey. Now face me and walk like a dog. This is the way they do it. Hmm? And I just throw off your TV from Benson. You can be a president, a minister. You're the chain. Boy, you are a great man. You'll be a great man. Lift up your throat. Software, don't sleep with a congregation member. In fact, you have handed the chair to her. And that only get any better. No, they're sorry, no man. And how can you give an aircraft to somebody who cannot fly? Don't follow your wife's stupidity and say the way all Yemen, boy, it is more than sex. Destinies are committed to your hand. I've seen men of God. They made a mistake and did something because of their wife's pressure. They pay for it. That is why you need self-control. You must throw your life in the hands of God. A quantum Bible. Don't be able to stand. Lift up your two hands. I had a mighty fall. Bottom line. On my baby, Abba stands still. A man has shot my name on the agent stands. Somebody is not doing his work somewhere. Somebody has been blinded by a woman's waist. He cannot see straight. Again, again, say, eh, when you tie me with rope, my strength is there. No, I don't get you tie you with rope. No, I throw something. The Philistines are coming. Can't you discern that this guy is up to something? By that time, he has been blind. His discernment sensitivity is gone. Mm. It's gone. Play it on the fifth time, bam, fourth time, he was there. This is a straightforward. You can decide. You don't need to be somebody with security intelligence to tell that this girl is out to something. But she's, there is a realm you come to where they will blind you. They will give you sex and close your intelligence. You are blessed. And Because this is a danger. So you need 
now kofa we kan ho a wa se we bufu obese oku we kura de wa ku awie enti mo se enipa tu a eku enti na amomu wu faster that's what it is you are provoke your woman abrofo no e bia shutu omuku you cheated on me papa they kill them pa, they will kill you some of them they have guns they will kill you kill the other one. i know one in america they killed the, the man and killed the man's girlfriend straight into obana wono wa sacrifice am and wakofa na chi opeso oku and i when so no some find kosi baby to no wono oba so be kun dida and i when so be so oku no into who the into na wu wu na you is a shameful death control yourself man of god you have a destiny control yourself you have a destiny control yourself bring your body under subjection put on boundaries around your life let them call you anti so tell them I, I, I don't mind i don't want to be so i want to be anti so keep doing do, i mean let them tag you with a name that will let you fulfill god's purpose for your life Amen. you survive lift up your holy hands i'm telling you amen Am I, am I, am I telling you something? Hallelujah. So if you're a woman, I want to give you a prayer point. Lord, help me not to bring a man down. Ministry. Those who are married pastors. Yeah. Like your mother. I, I thank God for her. Yeah, thank God for her. This woman. She could have brought me. He, he, she can bring me. Even tomorrow, if she want to bring me down, he can bring me down. She will press one button. We both about me preacher. We will see me quoting Abraham chapter three. It means that a woman has pressed me. Tell your Bible to uh, 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 what do you call it? Lamech chapter four. And everybody is confused. Yeah, a pastor quoted Abraham chapter four. The wife told me, "Say, I would this. What I will do to you at church today? I will deal with you." I will tell the church, you useless man. She waited there. The husband was preaching in the middle and he appeared from the bar. The new boy said, please turn to Abraham chapter 3. Everybody was confused. The man was afraid. Because you are here and I carry the prophet, your prophetic word. You pray for me and you continue to pray for your mother. Lord, help this woman to lift this man up. And give him peace. Today, God show me a revelation. And show me a chart. And in the chart, I saw like a, a gradient and a tangent. It's like, is that how they call it? Huh? Huh? A graph. As if it's descending. And the Lord will show me spiritual statistics of pastors that woman has brought down. So some of them are still standing in the pulpit. And they are trying to preach. But their confidence level is gone. The woman has made the man become something. Some of them, they are even calling for death. They wish they are not alive. Lift up your two hands. Say, Father, have mercy on me. Have I preached? Are you? I hope you are not Bless you, sir. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. 
For further inquiries, contact Veld Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.